0: It's finally here! We are in our live q and I am so excited to be here. We had some incredible questions come through for today's Q&A session. So I am just going to... Hi, Rebecca! I'm just going to wait for uh, Chantel to jump in here, and I'm also going to pull up the questions. Okay, Chantel's She is here with me keto pinker bell 2016 welcome wow. hello,
1: hello hello oh my god i wrote the wrong thing
0: are you ready for this are you ready to do this are you ready for this <laughs> oh i wouldn't turn that off i haven't turned it off yet either and i'm not going to so it's all good i think it's all good um, okay, you asked in the Facebook group if people had questions, so why don't we tackle those first? Did you have questions come through on your... Um... I did. I got to look at them. Okay, let me... I have mine written down here. Y'all, how are you guys doing today? If you guys are tuning in live, let us know how you're doing. Let us know what's coming up for you guys in your business or in your personal life.
1: Who? Yeah you in forever sorry let no go. that's cool oh hi everybody yeah let us know how it's going okay let's tackle these questions let's start with yours we have some in the group here too
0: yep so first one that we have come through in the group is megan and she is here miss neurodivergent magic we love um, all your questions megan i know i love i love she always she always asking and it makes me happy because that means we get to answer them. Yes. Um, but she said tips for consistency when you have lots of energy fluctuation would be awesome.
1: Man, we talked about this all the time.
0: Oh, my head's cut off now. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you're not a full person, you're only a half person.
0: I'm half person at this moment <laughs> in Uh you wanna go first? Because I've got some, but yeah.
1: Well, we have this conversation a lot because first of all, we're women, so we're hormonal. <laughs> yes. So that's number one. It happens. Um, I think really understanding, I know Corlin, and she'll probably speak on this um, a little bit more herself, but I know for her, she started tracking like her cycles and stuff like that. And I've been really cognizant of my own cycles only because of just you know as you get older you start to learn more about your body and you start to tune into certain things and i think it's really important for us to realize that like we're actually not meant to be go 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 all the time and i know that we hear this like you know out here doing the thing doing the thing doing the thing but it actually does more damage than good sometimes to be pushing through especially when we are lacking that energy um because when we're pushing through, when we're lacking that energy, what happens is like a our work is shit we ju- it takes us two to three more. Bl- Times longer to do something instead of if we just allowed ourselves to rest and came back the next day with like a newer found appreciation for the work that we do and a lot, you know, feeling good about ourselves that we allowed ourselves to rest and like feeling rejuvenated. I think that's really important. And so I think asking yourself, like, what does consistent mean to me? Right? Like, what is the consistency that you're looking for? Like, is it like Is it something that you're hearing from someone else or have you set a consistent plan for you? Like what does consistent look like you for? And the best way to do it is like, if you know there's specific days, like maybe specific days of the week, specific days in the month, um, so on and so forth, that you know that you're down, that you're not feeling well, then maybe it's good for you to start like batching things out or setting yourself up for success for those times. Right. And I think there needs to be like, if you're someone who is really inconsistent with your energies, like you have high and low days and you're not the kind of person that like, you don't know when they come could be, you know, you have anxiety, depression, so on and so forth. These are things guys, these are things that happen just because you're a business owner does not mean that these are, these aren't going to happen. Like it's going to happen. But also understanding that if you're a business owner, you're a solopreneur, you're doing all those things. You need to be prepared for those times, right? So like on the days that you are feeling good, maybe it's creating extra content that you can just pull from for the days that you're like, I can't get out of bed today, right? I can't get out of bed today. Let me just go pull from this. So it feels like I've still done something. I'm still showing up. I'm still allowing myself to just be though. Right. And so I think this is, um, Really, really, really good. And you're resisting it. So she says, batching is everyone's recommendation for energy fluctuations. I've been re- resisting it. I don't know why. Maybe it's just time to start batching. Yeah. So usually the things we start, we resist are the things that we need to do the most, right? <laughs> the things that we resist are the things that we need to do the most. And that's like a form of self-sabotage for yourself. I w- there's like something deeper. I would say there's something deeper going on. It's easy for me to just say like, hey, go ahead and batch this. Um, But if you're resisting it, there's something deeper that's going on because like you're, you're doing a form of self sabotage on your end because you know it's a thing that's going to help you and you're not allowing yourself to get there. So, you know, I can't really get on that's not something I'm going to get on on this call, but I would definitely ask you to explore that a little bit more like why are you resisting this.
0: Yeah. What is the fear that's coming up? Because for me, when it came to batching content, some of the fears that were like coming up around starting that process of batching was that (laughs) it was going to, it was going to work. Like it was going to, it was going to do the thing. I was going to have, you know, the influx of people come in and it was going to allow, it was going to force me to show up more. I was going to force me to be more present because it was generating more calls. It was generating more revenue. And sometimes there's like this fear that, it's going to work that's stopping you from doing it but the reality is that you don't know like you really just don't know why you're stopping and so or what the result is going to be um i started like over batching content a little while ago and i actually saw negative results of batching in my business so i think that it requires both but I wanted to you know just piggyback on some of what chantal said when it comes to like having massive energy fluctuations the most important thing and the best thing that you can do for yourself as a business owner is understanding and being aware of those energy fluctuations right so and knowing that yours are going to be completely unique and different to you versus other people um you know chantal and i talk almost every single day and we're at this phase somehow where our cycles and I am talking hormones because we are women and hormones are a big piece of your energy levels. They're a massive, massive piece of your energy levels. Our cycles are pretty much synced up, (laughs) but our energy levels are still very different sometimes. Right. So I know for me that the week before my cycle, I am like down and out. I'm not super creative. I don't have ideas flowing through me very well. I am very lethargic, like getting up, you know, feels like the worst thing in the world. Like I don't have any desire to get up and go and do my work or, or be of service. Like that almost goes out the freaking window. And so I know that for that week, at least that week, I need to have some content reserves batched so that I can move forward. Now where other people might differ is like a lot of people say that when their cycle does hit you know, the week when they're actually on their cycle, they have low energy usually, right? Well, I'm the total opposite of that. I'm on my cycle right now and I've got energy ideas coming out the yin-yang, right? So for me, it's like I can use this time and this is how I do batching. I know that I have an excess of energy um, when I'm on my cycle. And so when I'm in that phase, I allow myself to just create more content, I've been doing nothing this week, but creating content and checking in with our design to scale community, because that's what works for me. And I will take that content. And I will use that content when my energy levels aren't high. Um, it just comes down to like, allowing yourself to be somebody who has low energy levels and not making yourself wrong about that either. Because it's, it's a part of life it's part of growing a business it's part of being a woman it's part of being man it's part of being human and i think you know what we definitely want to avoid is beating yourself up for being in that state because then you will one you're beating yourself up but you're also going to prevent yourself from making any progress or even coming to learn why your energy levels are low if you're beating yourself up because there's a lot of things that might be happening right um so First and foremost, awareness. Second of all, batch content, but only when you need it. Like if you're someone who likes making content on the fly, make content on the freaking fly. Like I love making content randomly. Um, So allow yourself to do that when it works and allow yourself just to have some reserves. The other thing is that if you are someone who knows that your energy is like super, super low and you didn't batch content, (laughs) which like, hello, that's everybody. (laughs) just use your old shit like just take a scroll back down your instagram feed like a month a month ago two months ago like it doesn't even matter take a post and use that stuff you can go into your instagram story archives and literally download photos of your face talking which you've done like a million times i've seen you do it megan you can download that shit and reuse it so like You know, don't believe everything you see on Instagram, like everyone's creating new content all the time, and it's this giant machine. Like that's a lot of repurposed content that y'all are seeing and thinking it's new. A lot of the content that we put out is content from months ago that still works and it's still relevant. We just kind of give it a refresh and put it back up. And there's nothing wrong with doing that. So don't think that you need to have high energy levels to create new content all the time. Just use your old content. You're going to save yourself so much time. And it worked in the past because we Know you sold out your launch, so why not use it again, right? Why not go back and use it again? What did Megan said? Yes, I've been shaming myself for this forever. It's time to accept it and move forward. Yeah, yeah. I that doesn't get you anywhere. No, and and I shame myself for for a
1: really long time. And Corlin for myself has been really healing and allowing myself to just do it because there's some days that I want to sleep until ten. Like especially I'm yeah. the same thing. The week beforehand, I'm yeah. the same way. Like don't even want to get out of bed sometimes and sometimes like I started to notice that like maybe three days before I actually can't get out of bed like my body is like no like we need rest and then the day before I have this surge of energy like I'm I could stay up until four or five o'clock in the morning and wake up at my regular time and be okay. And then my first day, I'm kind of a write off because I'm in so much pain. Right. And these are the stories that I'm telling myself. I know a lot of people say like, Oh, these are the stories you could change that. Unfortunately, that's just the way my body works and trying to fight it does not help. Right. Trying to fight it does not help. And trying to shame myself over like being someone who I'm naturally pretty high energy, like naturally off (laughs) the walls, (laughs) At all times, I wake up and I'm like, "What are we doing today?" But like I can go. People need to like. Some people are good at they need time in the morning. Like I could just wake up and get to work, and that's what I love. Like that's where my energy is, right? Like that's what I love. And so, it's very different. Like I used to shame myself for not having like this hour, two hour long morning routine. Sometimes I crave it. Sometimes I don't. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? Like we got to remember that. Um, Rebecca says, you don't say (laughs) (laughs) Rebecca is one of our design to scale students. So she knows what my energy is like, (laughs) but the reality is, is that I'm not always like that and not shaming myself has been the biggest gift. And when I'm not feeling shameful about how I'm feeling, which sometimes I have absolutely no control over right? Absolutely no control over. But I'm not shaming myself for that. I am A, way more productive and B, I'm just like, I feel so much more free when we're walking around with guilt and shame. We see guilt and shame in everything, right? Those are the goggles. Those are the lenses that we're putting on. So we see guilt and shame in everything and that just snowballs. So I, I think the biggest thing would be like understand how you can support yourself and be, don't shame yourself for being up or being down. Just try to work with it as the best of your ability. And you'll find a lot of freedom in that.
0: Yeah. The other thing too, is that like when shame is present, like when shame comes up as to like who we are or anything, even if like energy levels, whatever it might be, shame comes up because it wants to be seen, because it wants to be witnessed, because it wants to be understood. And if you've ever done shadow work before, Uh, You know, Carl Jung is like big on the shadow, but the shadow is all the things that we feel ashamed of, all the parts of ourselves that we hide or tuck away or think are wrong. And those parts of ourselves get bigger and bigger and bigger the more that we ignore them. And so you being low energy is your body trying to tell you something. It's trying to tell you to fucking take a stop and take a break and take a rest. And maybe there's other underlying things. When this was really, really big for me, um, I had to stop drinking caffeine. Like I had to stop taking stimulants. Like I don't drink coffee anymore because I noticed that if I had a coffee in the morning by 11 a.m., I was done. Like I couldn't show up. My body was just like out to lunch. And if it was out to lunch, I would go take another coffee to try and push through it, right? And so you also have to, you know, ask yourself like, are there underlying, and I'm not a health expert in Norris Chantal, but are there underlying health things that may be going on that are contributing to the energy fluctuations that you're having? And just get curious, right? It's not a good thing. It's not a bad thing, but like I invested in someone to help me understand my hormonal health because I've had, you know, I was almost pre diagnosed with PCOS. There's a lot of things like in the mix that come up um, in this process. And and just being tired is totally freaking normal. Like, it's just, it's tired as normal. Like, we're supposed to be tired, right? And so just allow that to be where you are. And don't take, like, my batching advice or Chantel's batching advice and try and apply that to your business. That's not how you grow. That's not how you grow as a business and determine what works for you. So try batching on specific days, try batching in a certain way and just really allow yourself to put on like your scientist tap and s- tap, hat Top and tap hat, see what works best for you instead of like trying to follow all of our support. Just like get really, really messy with it. Yeah. Uh,
1: and I struggle a lot with mental health. So I understand this, like, you know, winter or winter's coming for us in Canada. And I dread it. Like I definitely get seasonally depressed and I try my best to do what I need to do. But last year was a tough year for me because not only was like, you know, we had the lockdowns, we had everything, but I was going through fertility treatments last year and I pushed through it. Like When I should have been resting, I was up working till two, three o'clock in the morning, right? Because of like, no, I got to get it done. I got to get it done. I got to get it done. And I've really taken like a step back and it's really uncomfortable to take that step back, right? Like it's uncomfortable to say I'm not going to work as much. It's uncomfortable to say I need to put something else first. It's uncomfortable to do all those things. But when I feel better... Write about myself then I will show up in a more powerful way when I can find what works for me and stop listening to what works for everyone else and because they do it this way they're successful I should be doing it this way then you gotta re- like I feel so much better and my version of success is my version of success it's not anybody else's and so really figuring out how to work in sync with your brain instead of fighting it how to work in sync with your body instead of fighting it is going to be the most successful tool you can find in your business because anybody can be successful they just need to find out how success works for them and what it means to them
0: yeah and you know it's so funny to me megan i'm just gonna put this out there as like something to explore again i'm not an expert on mental health by any means but this is something that really came up for me in the process of doing this work. But you had mentioned that one of the reasons that you become more tired is because you spend so much time fighting your brain. And so for me, it actually seems like you know, finding ways to batch content is actually putting the problem in your business where that's not really the challenge that needs to be solved, right? Like you probably don't actually have a content creation challenge. Um, you have a challenge with managing the way that the conversations happen in your head. And I say this with a lot of love and respect because I had to find tools that helped me manage that conversation before I could manage the way that I was batching content. And so I had to build a toolbox of sorts of like, for example, two weeks before my period, my anxiety goes through the roof and I become like aggressive. (laughs) Like, Really weird, but I get like aggressive thoughts, and like Chantal can attest to this like it's it's aggressive um and so for me, I had to find ways to like take that aggression out of my mind while I was before I could create content i had to I had to find ways to understand and like find a place to channel the the thoughts that were happening up here before I could clear the way to even start the content process so That's just what happened with me personally. I thought it was like, oh, I don't have enough energy for my business, but I actually discovered that I was expending a lot of energy. I had a lot of energy leaks in the way that I was thinking and managing my thought process over time. And so that might be helpful for you and it might not, but take what resonates and leave what doesn't. Is what we always say. Yeah, and I think,
1: you know, Corlin and I are very lucky because we do talk every day. We support each other every day. And it's easy for me to be like, you know, your period's coming. We have this conversation, the same conversation <laughs> yeah. every month around this time. And it's like, because we're so in it, like we're the person that's going through it. We don't see that. We just think like everything is to sh- turning to shit. Right everything now. is turning to shit right now. Burn <laughs> everything <laughs> to the ground. Can't fucking do it. Like, you know what I mean? And we're so in it in that moment that we don't realize like, oh yeah, so like, Honestly, if you have someone to talk to, like that is probably the best form of medicine to be able to just say like, hey, this is how I'm feeling, this is what's going on. And having that regular person to talk to, they're gonna start seeing those patterns, right?
0: This is going to sound crazy, but I have to remind myself that I'm actually allowed to use coping mechanisms. So often I fall into childhood beliefs that I have to bottle it up and might not go my way through. Yeah. Present been there. You're allowed to safely release it in whatever way feels good to you. And that's a lifetime lesson. Like that's not something yeah. that you're ever going to get. Yeah. You're not just going to always go to your happy, like helpful coping mechanisms. Like <laughs> that's never going to be a thing. It's always going to be a thing in your life of like reminding yourself like, oh, this is oh, this isn't me. This is my anxiety because my period is four days out and I'm turning into that aggressive woman <laughs> who comes out three days before. Right. And, and therefore, you know, I can use healthy things. I can go for a walk, like try going for a walk to process it, try like anything. Right. Um, but that's a lifelong mission. That's not something you're ever going to have figured out. It's just about shortening the amount of time. That you give your power to those thoughts, or give your power to those spaces. It's just about shortening that window. Yeah. So I hope that that was. Um, I hope that that was helpful. Yeah. We, went on, different different we went on a lot of different. things We went over a lot
1: of different things there,
0: but it's all good. It's all good. yet, did you have any questions come through your side? <sighs> I'm trying to think here. I'm trying to see. It's funny because you can't see the questions now. Like I, <laughs> I know. You know. Did but I wrote down, down I wrote down two of the ones that come th- came through. One person was asking how to grow their audience. And um
1: oh my God, she rolled her eyes really hard on that. She couldn't
0: even keep it in. Like we're gonna need to work on that. <laughs> yeah, sorry, because I do not have a poker face, but I've been okay, can I just say this? Like everybody is so focused on growing an audience and like I get it. I understand you want you do want as many people as possible but like you don't want if your mission is to change lives and sell products you don't want an audience you want a community audiences worship and idolize communities support there's a difference and you don't like, want write this down I might just I make did a write post this down it's this. coming out tomorrow as a post god <laughs> but you don't want a massive audience. What you want is an engaged community. And there really, truly is a difference between the two. If you think about audiences, you think about Drake or Beyonce, they have audiences. They have people who sit and are idle and look at them and idolize them and conceptualize them and worship them almost. The queen herself, right? If you think about communities, think about your country, think about your your. Uh, your church group, think about um, any, like, the Design to Scale community, think about any of the movements that you felt like you've been a part of. There's a totally different vibe there. It's completely different. Communities lift each other up. They support each other. They, um, they share feedback openly. It's a two-way communication. It's not a one-way communication, right, which is what an audience does. And so I'm happy, like, we can obviously talk about growing your followings on Instagram, but I just wanna make it really clear that you don't want a massive audience. You want an engaged community and there really is a fucking difference. There, there just is.
1: Wow, she dropped the F-bomb. She doesn't usually drop the F-bomb, that's my thing. So she's really passionate <laughs> about this. Just an FY is Um I couldn't agree more, honestly. Like think about it, it's exactly what she said. Like that audience that's going to watch Beyonce, the Bayhive, right? Like she's singing to them. She's performing to them. They're not engaging back except for like yelling and screaming like, Oh my God, I love you. Like, is that what you right. want?
0: That's not what I'm I want. I'm pretty
1: sure my sister said after we went and seen Beyonce, she was pretty drunkies and she's going to hate me for saying this, but like we walked away. She's like, I would probably sell one of my children to be like front row in the Bay hive for her next thing. And I was like, did you really like did you really right that's that's but that's also just like a status thing or whatever in terms of community like you're thinking about your churches you're thinking about any of those like really tight-knit communities like if you're sick they're going to be bring. they're going to be asking you if you need anything do you need food do you need this do you need that right if you don't have a vehicle and you need to get to an appointment they're going to ask you can I drive you can I this can I that right that's what community is about it's like that back and forth and so having a huge audience is great and all but if they're not engaging if they're not engaging and you're just talking and everything's falling on deaf ears adding more people to that audience is you're just talking to more people who aren't listening, right? That's yep. really a vanity metric. And we are we really focus on vanity metrics and it actually, it, it'll hurt you. Like, it'll hurt you so much to be chasing a vanity metric as opposed to be chasing, you know, that whole encompassing community where it's a give and take. Everybody is showing up. It's like, I don't like sitting here and talking. Like, luckily, Corlin and I are talking together, but like, what if it was just me here, talking and no one was engaging back. Like, it's great, but it sucks. Like, it sucks, right? We want people who are like, love everything that we do, but also that like, are engaging with everything that we do, that they want to know more, that they're asking questions. That's why we love it. Like, how many times have you put up a Dropbox to ask questions and no one's asking questions, right? Like, it's really, it's like a disheartening thing. It's a disheartening thing. And we've all been there. We've all been there because we're focusing on the wrong things because maybe we've seen someone else do it and we're like, oh, you know, they've gotten a million questions. I'm going to do it. But the reason they get a million questions is because they've had an engaged community. They've worked hard to engage that community. They've worked hard to pour into having a community. Right. So Sarah says, how do you create engagement outside of the regular posting and asking questions that rarely get answered? (laughs)
0: Yeah, so then how do you build a community um, versus an audience? And I apologize to the person who asked this, and I just like lit up your butt about this. (laughs) And you're not taking them. Uh, So-and-so asked this question. (laughs) I know you probably didn't know the distinction between the two. A lot of us don't, and we hear people like, build an audience, build an audience, grow your list. So things that you can actually do to grow a community right now on Instagram, Um, obviously reels, okay? So I'm just going to get that one out of the hat. Like you got to be doing reels. If you're doing nothing else on Instagram right now, do reels. Reels are where the growth is at. Reels, live video like this that you're watching obviously as well. Instagram is moving towards a video platform. So if you use their video tools, you are going to see more growth than if you don't use their video tools. So get get your shit together, use the video tools, even if you suck at it. Um, The other piece of that is there's a lot of ways that you can build community. I want you guys to just think about Just think about the communities that you guys are a part of and why you love them, okay? So there's a couple things that we can do to build community. The first one is to obviously be asking questions about them and not just like, what do you feel about podcasts? Or like, like ask them questions about themselves on a personal basis, on an individual level. This is how you build a community. You do not build a community by addressing everybody at first you start to build your community by addressing individuals by addressing human beings by getting to know them by sending them a dm hey you do this where how did you get into that or oh you posted a photo of you know this fancy cereal i just bought this fancy cereal so you posted a photo of this you know this fancy cereal that you're eating like where did you get that or why do you eat that way asking them about their lives people like people who like them People like people who like them. So if you are interested in who they are as a person, they will like you, and they will start to be a part of your community. The it's other, not, p- yeah, go ahead. I just, I just
1: want to touch on that. It's not only people like people who like them. People just want to be heard. Like, how many times has someone asked you a question about something random, and you're like, "Oh my god, like this person cares." Or like, "Hey, your kid is so cute. Like, I love the outfit that you picked out for them today." Or Oh my God, I absolutely, honestly, I can't tell you how many people ask about this chair, right? Like, and I hate this fucking chair, but so many people ask like, and, and I go ahead and I'll send them the link for it, right? Like people love that shit. Like if you're basically when people want a larger audience, they're sitting there and they're like, they just want to talk at people. They want likes, they want this, they want that, but they're not engaging with them. Continue. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So the other piece of growing a community, guys, this is so valuable. Like, I hope you have a pen in your hand and you are taking notes. because I swear to God, this is going to be one of the first videos that I wanted to put out on YouTube, but I guess we're just going to go through it now. Um, you want to address the community. Like, you, you want them to know that they exist, that you are thinking about them. One of the reasons why, I'm just going to take y'all with me. One of the reasons why this works is because I'm acknowledging that these people exist all the time. I am literally, you will see me in 90% of my content say this space isn't about me. It's about the community. It's about what we're doing as a whole here. It's about our mission together. It's about Tanya who just joined. It's about Sarah who's running who's helping people with podcasts. It's about Jen, who's helping women overcome hormonal problems and thyroid challenges. It's about Chantal, who's just a bomb-ass human being, and everyone deserves to know her, right? Like, you have to make it about them. If you want to grow an engaged community, you have to make it about them. You have to feature them, talk about them, acknowledge that they exist. Another way to do that is by getting them involved. So. Think about some of the things that you're like really attached to coming out. Getting your people involved in the process of creating your business builds a community, not a following. So for example, if you have a new podcast coming out, something that you could do is you know, design two or three covers and let people vote on which one they like best. Include them in the decision-making process. If you think about voting, being a part of a country, one of the things that pulls us together is that We have to come together to make these decisions. We have to come together to vote. We have to come together to vote someone in. And that makes you more likely to stick with those people. So if you want to build a community here, include them in the freaking conversation. When do you want me to go live? What time works best for you guys? Like, right? am i am i like just on a tangent? no like no 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 it's
1: so true like I, this is gonna sound so stupid but like it's the smallest things guys it's the tiniest things i remember when i was like really struggling with my mental health like a couple of years ago like really struggling and i went and bought myself a bunch of succulents because i was like these can't die don't have to do whatever and i think i bought like seven of them And I wanted to name all of them. I named three of them. And then I put it, I remember putting this up, like, help me name the last four. Like, honestly, people love that shit. And I still have people ask me about
0: my plants today. Still. Still. Think about it. You really like sharing your freaking opinion, or you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be running a business, helping people, if you didn't think that your opinion was valuable. If you didn't think that the words that came out of your mouth had value, you would not be in this line of work. You really wouldn't. And so other people feel the same way. They want to know that their voice is being heard, that it's being valued, that it's being seen. And so you want to build a community, which you do, because communities support and audiences worship. So, You definitely want a community then you have to involve them in all of the decision-making as much of the decision-making as humanly possible so that they're actually invested in coming back to work with you so that they feel heard, seen, loved, nourished, a part of something. Right. Um, The other thing that really helps, and this is kind of weird, but I'm going to say it because it's true is praise. There's nothing weird about that. Is that not weird? I think it's kind of weird, but like praising your people. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for being here. I'm grateful for you. I'm proud of you. I see you taking action. I see you showing up. Hot damn girl. You're on fire. Wow. I wish I had the energy that you had. Dang. That post was unreal. Like, oh, your energy's on point today. Like people like to be praised. We love it. Think about it. How wouldn't you love waking up every morning and being told that you're beautiful and you're loved and you're seen and you're heard? I think
1: that's like one of our actual human needs, right? Is that feeling of desire. It's like that feeling of, there's a specific word for it, but I'm blanking on it right now. But (laughs) that need is there. It's there as a child, Right. It's there, we want it from our parents. We want to feel like we've done a good job. We want to feel like, um, you know, that we're loved, that we're appreciated. We want to feel all those things. That doesn't just go away. And the problem is, is that like, that doesn't just go away. And we go through extreme lengths to actually get it. Someone, the person who probably asked to get a big, ba- to have a larger audience is probably looking for that praise in an indirect way.
0: Yeah. right
1: and so when we're the ones doing praising that makes that makes people feel like they are part of the community that makes people feel like Mm -hmm. hey you know what that we are that people love us that people actually care about us that these people that i'm looking up to as a mentor or that i love what they have to say they actually care about me they've taken the time like Honestly, I can't believe, like, people say to us all the time, like, oh, I can't believe you're taking the time to actually talk to me right now. And it's like, why? Like, I'm not any different (laughs) than you. Like, I'm the same person. I just might know something that you don't know. But that's, like... I'm, I'm, don't think I'm any better than you. Like the minute you can take yourself off your own pedestal and bring yourself down to other people's levels, that they're just the same person. You're treating them like they're, they're your girlfriend or they're, you know, someone that you hang out with all the time and that you're actually interested and invest in what they have to say. You're building a community. Yeah. So to recap, (laughs) That was a long Recap fun. the <laughs> tangent.
0: To recap the tangent, the original question was how do I grow my audience on Instagram? And the answer is you actually don't want an audience on Instagram. you want a community. Audiences worship and idolize. <laughs> communities support and thrive right, support each other. And so you really are looking to build a community on social media, not necessarily a massive audience. In order to actually get new eyeballs coming into your audience, you wanna be focusing on Instagram's video type content with Reels, with Instagram Lives, with IGTVs. You wanna be focusing mostly on their video platforms right now because that's what they're pushing out. When it comes, however, to building engagement, growing a community, you wanna be asking your people questions on an individual basis first, especially if your community is small, to make them feel Like you're actually interested in them and it's really important that you are actually interested in them the second thing that you want to do is acknowledge your community as a whole so when you're writing content talk about the community talk about how they inspire you talk about how they light you up Really, truly drive those pieces home that this isn't just me sitting here on my soapbox on Instagram. This is a community. This is a movement. This is a thing that's happening. And then finally, you want to include them in your decision making process. Ask them about your podcast cover. Ask them what time works best for them for lives, what time works best for webinars and workshops. Uh, you know, what do they want answered? What questions do they have? Um, and really include them in that process so that they feel like they have ownership in this space. Okay, so that is how you build an audience, but actually a community, which yeah. communities will buy things from you and audiences will just be like, whoa, Ooh, yes, girls, so qu- queen, Whee- <laughs> That was all the questions that came through. So unless someone has one here, I can't even see mine, so it's
1: good. No, and I think this live that we've done is a great example of building community. Like, we don't just come on here and talk to you guys about what we want to talk to you guys about. A lot of times we do, don't get me wrong, but you're gonna benefit so much more if I'm literally like taking the time to answer your questions. And like, we don't hold anything back, right? Like, I think that's one of the biggest things too, is like, we choose, that's the way we choose to do business. We choose not to hold anything back. Like, you have a question, I'm not gonna say you need to pay me X amount of money. I'm gonna say, hey, here's the solution to it, but you're gonna to need to dive a little bit deeper. Here we go, right? So there's so much, and like, we wanna make sure that our content is always relevant To our community. So when you are asking people those questions, when you are getting that feedback, your content is written for you. So I'm going back to Megan, who's the first question that we had, like, Megan, if you can actually incorporate everything that we talked about in this video today, you have so much available for you to be able to be consistent when you're not when you're not, like, feeling energetically moved or when you're having highs and lows. And you're also taking the time to build that out that community, guys. And that community will drive you. That community will be the thing that supports you through everything that you do, your highs, your lows. They'll be there to support you. They'll still be sticking around if you go on a hiatus for a while because, you know, you're because you've built that connection with them. They're not just going to be jumping from person to person like, "Oh, they're not around on to the next." Right? So I think today was a really good call and we're going to be doing these Q&A lives it's weekly, weekly. So we'll be posting these, we'll be switching between mine and Corlin's um, accounts in terms of where we go live, but I think you get the notification if we're both live anyways. And then also the other thing that I wanted to say was we have a training tomorrow night. Oh yeah. I almost forgot. (laughs) Oh my God. Brutal. (laughs) We have a training tomorrow night. It's going to be bomb. We've done this training before. Yeah. Coraline has dropped some gold bomb-ass nuggets on this thing. So
0: good.
1: Yeah, go ahead. Talk about it.
0: Yeah, it's how to turn your mess into a six-figure online course. And we are going through, this is for people who feel like they've been through a lot in their lifetime, but it doesn't make any sense. Or they know they have this passion of putting a program out there, putting a course out there, putting a digital product of any kind out there, uh, but they don't know how to do it. It just feels so messy, so overwhelming. Um, it's also for the person who is just like overwhelmed with all of it and needs to like get some clarity, get focused, get specific, and figure out what we actually need to do to launch a program and turn that into a six-figure business in as little time as humanly possible. We turned this program into a multiple six-figure program in just nine months, which is absolutely insane. And so I know in my bones and in my heart that the information we're going to share with you tomorrow night is 100% the information and enough information that you guys need to get clear and start moving towards launching incredible programs that transform lives and turn your messy life, what feels like doesn't make sense, into your greatest mission and your greatest purpose here. So that is happening tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I will be doing the presentation and how will be manning the comments section, chatting it up with all of y'all. So make sure that you guys are in there. Um, if you're currently in Design to Scale, make sure that you are sharing this with anybody who might resonate with it so that you can get some of those referrals coming through, which we love because if you know good people, we know good people. So, um, no, I meant that the opposite way around. If you know people, <laughs> they're probably good people. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Feel free I mean, people we love running. shooting
1: our own horns. If we know good people, you must do like, <laughs> yeah,
0: there's another thing for building communities, guys, like just ask them to participate, like ask them to support you, ask them to help you out. They yeah, really actually
1: art design to scale students, like support really? us. Well, we've we've changed their Yeah, I'm gonna say it, we've changed their lives, right? Like we yeah. help change people's mm-hmm. lives and business and like they love supporting us because they know that it's going to change other people's lives, but it's also gonna change their bank accounts because a little ching comes through every
0: month and they're like, Thank you. So yeah. thank you. You're just getting in here now. Make sure that you do go back to the beginning. We're going to post this on my newsfeed uh, right after this, but make sure you go back to the beginning because we answered some really juicy questions about how to manage your energy as well as how to grow an audience and your community. Simply says, I was literally just hyping you in the DMs 30 minutes ago. Thanks for the hype party. Now I'm going to hype you. Guys, if you're child free and people are always like, asking you to do things or expecting you to stop being present or expecting you to like leave work early to go do things. Cause you don't have kids. If you have a hard time with boundaries and you're kid free, if self care is something that has been just like the most impossible thing for you guys to figure out, you need to go follow, uh, uh, Kelsey, she, her handle there is at simply Bentley Bentley yeah. at simply Bentley, Kelsey. She's unreal. She will help you fix that shit. Get you feeling good. Get you feeling great about the fact that you're kid free and loving the time freedom that you have. She is where you need to be. If self care is not your jam, you don't have children and you want to own the fuck out of that. That's where you got to go. You go yeah, she's go got to webinar too. So go check her out. Yeah. She's got a hot webinar coming up. So that's where you need to be all right Is this done peace also we have a podcast now so go subscribe oh, yeah. Design to scale, design <laughs> the to scale. Go there for sure for show sure. design to scale on apple and spotify you can go subscribe we're gonna take this video and put it up there for y'all so you can re-listen and uh we actually do nothing fancy like we don't do no fancy no.
1: intros we don't do we decided to do our episode one i'm pretty sure it says Oh, are we doing this now and are we said, doing yeah. this? yeah oh. like, okay well let's do it like nothing is scripted that's just who we are uh we don't care go listen to our shit like and subscribe is that what we say for podcasts like and subscribe
0: <laughs> <laughs> i think so leave a review leave a review and subscribe sure. leave a review and subscribe anyways guys we left y'all we got shit to do you got shit to do we'll talk to you later okay bye